And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I'm going to quote the Bard. You know who the Bard is? A guy by the name of William Shakespeare. If you paid attention in high school, maybe you read some of your stuff. If you paid attention in college, maybe you read some of his stuff. At the end of the day, William Shakespeare was a brilliant mind. And you know what he said? He said, to rehab or not to rehab, that is the question. Okay, I didn't quite get it right. I know I know all you English majors are out there. You're throwing stuff at the radio. I get it. I get it. I paraphrased. I'm sorry. I, I misquoted the bard. I am sorry. Shame on me. Shame on me for trying to take the brilliance of a brilliant man and use it for my own inconsistencies. Shame on me. But that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the concept of rehabbing. Now, I'm not talking about rehab in the context of you're doing too many drugs and your family's like pulled you aside and sat you down, had an intervention and said, this needs to stop. You're going to die. Don't die. I'm not talking about that kind of rehab. The kind of rehab I'm talking about is the rehab that you do on a physical property. You go into a physical property that is just a pile of junk. It's just, there's no other way to describe some of the properties we tend to rehab. We go into these properties, and the first thing that, that we recognize is that, man, this thing's in bad shape. It really smells bad in here. The floor is not level. The roof looks terrible. Where are all the appliances, by the way? Why are there holes in the wall? Where did all the copper wiring for the power go? These are the kind of properties that we walk into that we rehab as Lifestyles Unlimited members. And I know that there, I know this for a fact. I know for a fact there are those of you out there that are sitting there listening to me going, ain't going to do it, bro. Ain't going to do it. Ain't going to do that rehab. There's a different way to invest. Okay, I, I hear your shouts. Believe it or not, radio for me is a two-way medium. Yeah, may, maybe you, you're saying no. You're saying it's not a two-way medium, it's just a one-way medium? Then what are all these shouts coming into my, my headphones that are saying, you can buy real estate and you can invest and you do not need to do that rehab stuff? Okay, I just heard it. Did you hear it? You heard it too, right? It was a squeaky voice. What do you mean that was my voice? Okay, busted. I'm totally busted. You busted me. Okay, but at the end of the day, we're going to move away from the silliness of the show and we're going to get into the real facts of why you're here. There are those of you out there that are just adamant. You just don't think this rehab thing is worth your time. You don't think it's worth the effort and you don't think it's cost effective. You don't think that throwing all this money into a property is worth a hill of beans. You really just don't think so. You think you can just go out and find a property that somebody has already fixed up Maybe they're flipping the property. Maybe they went in, they found the dirty, nasty property. They, they fixed it up. They, they don't understand how to operate properties as a real estate investor. So what do flippers do? They wind up selling the property. So you come along and you just go, you know what? This property's all done. I don't have to mess with the stinkiness. I don't have to mess with contractors. I don't have to mess with anything associated with rehab. I don't even have to worry about whether or not the city is going to allow me to rehab the property because maybe I didn't pull permits. Okay. I 
I'm just saying I'm past the rehab thing. I just want to buy the finished property. And I'm here to tell you that is a viable course of action. You can buy properties that have already been rehabbed. But here's the problem. You're leaving a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot. And when I say a lot, I'm really trying to say you're leaving a ton of money on the table. You really are. Because what you've done is you've made a firm decision in your mind. You've made this decision already that you don't want to deal with buying properties at wholesale pricing. You don't want to deal with rehabbing those properties while still commanding wholesale pricing. You don't want to get that property all fixed up, make it as good as new at wholesale pricing. And you want to walk away from any equity that you could capture in the deal. It's just, that's just not important to you. All that equity that you could have made is not important. You don't care about it. You just want the fixed up product, right? Okay, not a problem. I get where you're coming from. Hopefully I can change your mind today. Because on today's show, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about two different properties. Now, one of these properties I actually talked about on yesterday's show. And if you didn't hear yesterday's show, and you would like to hear me talk about this particular property more in-depth, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. When you get there, go to the radio tab. Now, for some of you, depending on the type of device that you're, you're going to lifestylesunlimited.com with, it, it may not say radio. It may say podcast. But the point I want to make on today's show is that if you choose to avoid rehab, you are choosing to leave a lot of investment gains on the table. The two properties that we're going to talk about today both require less than a $25,000 investment. The concept, the concept is a little bit challenging to, to get working within your ear space. I want this concept to get in your brain. When you buy turnkey real estate, such as stuff that is already fixed up, all ready to go, you are giving up all of the wholesale advantages. Keyword there was wholesale advantages of buying property that's distressed. There's, there's a, and, and, and the big difference between the two is the amount of equity that you capture. Now, I will be the first to tell you, I will be the first to tell you that you could buy a rehab property. In other words, a property that needs rehab and you could fix it all up and you could be at a place where you don't capture much equity. You would be very close to what you would have done if you just bought a turnkey property. Is that effective? Probably not very effective. Because if you're buying at wholesale pricing and you do not command wholesale pricing once you have completed the rehab process, in other words, you've spent so much money during the rehab process that you would have been better off just buying a turnkey property, you bought the wrong property. I'm, that's what I'm telling you. You should have bought the turnkey property because your, your rates of return are going to be very similar. And, and the difference between the two is you spent a lot of time, money, and effort to rehab something that didn't give you an advantage over what you could have bought in the turnkey market. The key takeaway from what I'm trying to tell you right now is that when you're buying distressed properties, you want to make sure that there's enough equity remaining once you're done with the rehab that you essentially double or more the amount of money you put into the deal. Does that make sense to you? Okay, let me explain to you these, these two deals that, that came in. I, I know for a fact you can't buy either one of these deals because they're, they're, they're actually pretty decent deals, and I know they're sold already. 
I know they're sold already, but for education purposes, these are great deals for us to talk about. And the reason why is because the deal of the year is going to come around at least once a week, and it probably comes around once a day. You just have to be engaged in the marketplaces to find those deals. And if you're not engaged in the marketplaces, if you don't have contacts with people that do the tactical work in the marketplaces, then you're not engaged in the marketplaces. I'm just telling you, you got to build your team. But let me get back to these, these properties. Now, property number one is the property that I talked about on yesterday's show. This is a property in San Antonio that Carmen sent to me. The after repair value on this property is $230,000. It is in bad shape. I have seen the pictures. It is ugly. Ugly is a, an upgraded word for the condition of this property in Al's opinion. You can buy this thing for literally 47 cents on the dollar. You can buy it for $107,000. Yeah, less than 50 cents on the dollar. And the reason you can buy it so cheap is it's got a lot of problems. It's going to take almost $65,000 to do the rehab on this thing. And then a lot of your all-in costs and everything are going to be higher than that because you've got closing and holding costs and things like that. So you're, you're probably looking at around $75,000 between the rehab and the closing costs. That's, that's a pretty big number. And in proportion to what you're paying for the property, that's a big number too, right? Yeah, that, does that number scare you? Shouldn't scare you. Shouldn't scare you, especially when you know what you're doing. Because, because here's the thing. When you know what you're doing, you're able to buy this asset and you're able to keep your cash out of pocket expenses. In other words, your all-in costs, everything that comes out of your wallet and goes into this property is less than $25,000. Less than $25,000 to buy an asset that is worth all fixed up in the general marketplace, $230,000. So what I just explained to you is you're able to buy this asset for about 10% down. And some of you are thinking, wait a minute, how do you do that? How do you buy property for 10% down? Well, you do it the way that we teach you how to do it at Lifestyles Unlimited, and you can do it for 10% down. Yeah, it's pretty cool, huh? All right, let me talk about this second property because this second property is what I consider a turnkey property. It has been already gone through. It's been rehabbed. There's, there's new carpet. There's new paint, new windows, stainless steel appliances. There's a new central heating and air conditioning system. Somebody dropped some money in this thing. Now, what I don't know and what didn't come into me on the notes is I don't know about the foundation and I don't know about the roof, but I can only assume that those things are still in decent shape because the realtor that sent it to me indicates this is a turnkey property. And if there was something wrong with the property, he would have disclosed that. He would have disclosed that. Okay. And that's, that's just the way the guy rolls. He's, he's an honest broker. So he discloses things because that's what honest brokers are required by law to do. Disclose things. It wasn't disclosed. So I have to assume everything's good to go. So you can buy this property. For $90,000. Now, I happen to know that the realtor has got some exclusive pricing on it. He's basically arranged with the seller to tell the seller that if, if he brings him an offer, like in a couple days, the seller would be willing to take a price of $85,000, but it has to be a quick sale. So what do you do? You turn around, you look to all your 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited, you let them know the property is available, and guess what? The property gets sold. Because trust me, there is somebody in Lifestyles Unlimited who is looking for a turnkey property. There are periods of time where a turnkey property makes perfect sense to us as real estate investors. Not in every instance, but there are some instances where it occurs. One, one example might be you're coming out of a 1031 exchange. 
Okay, so you don't necessarily have the time or the ability to line up a bunch of junky properties that you can identify and close on because the timing may not be right for you. So it may make sense to go into a turnkey property. So let me tell you more about this turnkey property. You can buy it for $85,000, all fixed up. It's worth $90,000 in the marketplace. Uh, you're looking cash out of pocket about $22,000. So when it, when it comes to the amount of money you're pulling out of your wallet to do either one of these properties, you're going to be less than $25,000. Less than $25,000 buys you into either a $230,000 property or a $90,000 property. Remember, that $230,000 comes with some strings, the $90,000 does not What do you want to choose? When we come back from the break, we'll answer the question. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. What does Del Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, think you need to succeed in this market? It's time to buy, and so you better get prepared. You better get educated. You better get your money right. You need to get involved because you're going to need the financing. You're going to need the vendors that we have available to us. You're just going to need the interaction with people. You need to immerse yourself into real estate. Start your real estate immersion with a free workshop live online at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I am working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, we're, we're talking about turnkey versus rehab type properties. And really what I'm trying to get you to understand is there is a difference between the two. Now, there are some of you out there that you just, your mind is closed. You don't want to deal with rehab. That's just outside of your wheelhouse. You would rather buy turnkey properties. Okay. I get you, but I do want to tell you something that nobody else is willing to tell you. If you choose to just buy turnkey properties, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. You are leaving a lot of money on the table. Now, these two properties that I identified for you in the earlier part of the show are very different. They're very different. One of them is in San Antonio. The other one's in Kansas City. The turnkey's in Kansas City. Does that bother you? Does location bother you? What do you know about these properties? Well, you know so far that one's a turnkey and one's not, right? You also know that it's going to take less than $25,000 to get into either property. So you know you could probably buy either property, right? Now, one of the things that we teach you is that we teach you that rule number one is that whatever you buy, it must cash flow, right? You've heard that. You've heard me say it. You've heard Mike Harrison say it. You've heard Andy Webb say it. And I know you've heard Dell Walmsley say it. It's rule number one for a reason. If your property doesn't cash flow, don't buy it. There has to be a cash component to the investment that you make. That's part of the reason you're investing your dollars. You're investing your dollars into an asset. So you're taking a pile of money and you're pushing it into an asset. You don't get to touch that pile of money anymore. The only time you get to touch that pile of money is two times. One, when it pays you a cash return, and two, when you either refinance or sell it. Yeah, a, a cash-producing transaction later on in the process. Does that make sense? Well, it's, it, sounded, it sounded harder to say than I think it was to say. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Let me get back to what I'm getting at with cash flow. Both of these properties cash flow. They do. 
Now, the property in San Antonio, the one that that is worth $230,000 all fixed up, it cash flows about $190 a month. Now, I know some of you just had a red flag go up, right? Because you've heard me say my thresholds for minimum cash flow on a property are $200 a month. In this particular case, the cash flow is only $190 a month. Some of you think I should reject this property because the cash flow is only $190. It doesn't meet my threshold. There's something else going on with this property that I haven't disclosed to you yet that makes me willing to take $190 worth of cash flow, even though it's below my minimum threshold of $200. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make an exception for this property. Now, the other property, the property that's in Kansas City, that property, it's got better cash flow. It's, it's going to crank out $404 a month. That is more than twice what the San Antonio property can do. So some of you are thinking, well, right there, there's, there's your proof, Al, that the turnkey property, which we could buy for a lot less money, is producing more cash flow than that sorry property that you want to buy that's all messed up in San Antonio. We should buy the property in Kansas City. On the surface, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. I would agree with your argument on the surface. However, there's that piece of information that you don't know yet. Now, some of you are already dialed into it. Some of you listened to yesterday's show. So you already know that the property in San Antonio, it's given us the opportunity to triple our money in the equity capture space. What am I getting at? Okay, let me take a step back and let me explain the rest of the San Antonio property to you. This property is going to take less than $25,000 cash out of pocket to buy. But when we buy this property, remember, the property is worth $230,000. We're going to buy it for $107,000. We're going to drop about $75,000 into closing costs, holding costs, and rehab costs into this property. Our all-in cost, everything that we've expended so far to include the cash that came out of our own pocket, is about $180,000. $180,000. Now, I want you to do some math for me. You ready? What is $230,000, the value of the property in the current market, minus $180,000 are all-in cost? What, what is that number? You're right. $50,000. That's $50,000 in equity that we're going to capture in this property. This is the reason we want to rehab this property. And this is the reason we're willing to take a slightly discounted cash flow rate because we're making up for it on the equity capture. That's the argument to buy the San Antonio house. Let's go back to the Kansas City property, shall we? Let's put the same terms and conditions on the Kansas City property. That property is all fixed up. It's somebody already did it. Remember, I told you it's turnkey. It's ready to go. It's valued at $90,000 in the marketplace. That's what fixed up properties in that particular area are selling for. Now, because the Lifestyles Realtor got us a deal on it, we can buy it for $85,000 if we act fast. And I know a Lifestyles member has already bought this property. And I can't, you can't, doesn't matter. But we're going to learn from this property. So there's $5,000 of equity that we're going to capture in the property. $5,000. And it's going to cost us about $22,000 to buy this property. Let's take a step back. On the cash flow, on the San Antonio property, we're getting $190 a month in positive cash flow. That annualized is $2,280. 
If you take that and you divide it by the $24,250 that I estimate that we're going to write a check for out of our own pocketbook to buy this property, you're getting a 9.4% rate of return on the cash flow, which is probably better than what you're doing in in the stock market, 9.4%. Let me jump over to the Kansas City property. That property is cash flowing at $404 a month. That means it's going to return to your household in a year $4,848. Now, I estimate that you're going to put just slightly under $22,000 of your own money into this property. So your return on the cash-on-cash basis is 22.1%, a much better cash-on-cash return, correct? You don't have the benefit of the spreadsheet that I have in front of me, but I do. And you know what? You're right. 22.1 is a bigger rate of return than 9.4%. We are not factoring in the return on capital gain. Remember, I told you we're going to capture about $50,000 of equity in the San Antonio property. We're only going to capture like five grand in the property in Kansas City. If your property allows you to capture $50,000 worth of equity, and it costs you under $25,000 to buy that equity, your rate of return is 200%. What that means is it is tripling the money that you put into the asset. That's what 200% means. Now, I go back to the property in Kansas City. Oh, man, that's not doing so good. Because when you think about it, I only captured $5,000 worth of equity in the property. And here's the problem. That $5,000 worth of equity that I captured, it kind of got chewed up by the closing costs that I had to pay for the property. So really, I didn't really capture any equity. Now, if, if you don't know what all the different rates of return are in real estate, I'm going to hit you up with them real quick. The first thing is the cash flow. We've, we've talked about the differences in the cash flow on this property. The turnkey property, the one in Kansas City, the one you can buy for $90,000. That one's winning the cash flow battle right now. It is producing a much better rate of return at 20, what was it? 22.1% cash on cash return. Then the property in San Antonio has the potential to return, which is only 9.4%. So the, the turnkey property is winning the cash flow battle, but here's the problem. Because you didn't capture any equity in that property, the turnkey property is radically losing the battle. 0% return on capital gain. You're getting no return on investment for the capital gain. But that rehab property is returning an additional like 50 grand in money that wasn't there when you started the process. Now it was there on your spreadsheet when you did the analysis, you recognize that wow, there's like 50 grand we're going to capture in this property. Remember I told you you put $25,000 into that property, right? So you got so you dug in your wallet you pulled 25 large out and you hand it over to the escrow agent and they invested that in your property. Basically, they use that money to disperse to all the other parties that are associated with the transaction. That's really what escrow does. But the key thing is this, that $25,000, it is no longer in your wallet, is it? It is essentially represented in the property. And when you add $50,000 in equity to the $25,000 that you put into the property, guess what your equity total moves up to? $75,000. By buying this property, yeah, we're going to go for this property in San Antonio, even even though you don't want to rehab. Because what you've effectively done is you've left $50,000 on the table that you could have acquired. Oh, nobody's told you that before, have they? 
Welcome to Lifestyles Unlimited. We are willing to tell you things that might hurt your feelings, but we are telling you those things because they will benefit your pocketbook. Because we are leveraging the property, we're paying a mortgage payment. So a portion of that mortgage payment pays down the balance, the amount due, not, not the cost, but the amount due. Every month, your mortgage balance is going down a little bit. It's not super significant, but it's significant enough that it's increasing the equity position that you have in that property every month, and you're not doing anything to get it. This is what we know. Real estate tends to double in value every 20 years. You go do the statistical research yourself, you'll come back with the same result that we came back with, it, which is property has a tendency to go up about 3.5% per year. The point I'm trying to make is that your property is going to go up in value every year. It's, it's, that is not 100% given in any particular year, but if you look at what real estate has done since the founding of this country, I think there's only been like seven or eight years that the property values have actually declined. And then what happened after they declined a little bit? They snapped right back up. Now, the last way we make money in real estate has to do with the tax benefits, okay? So if you're, if you're a real estate investor, not a flipper, you're getting the most favorable tax advantages in the United States, period, end of story, can't make it any more clear and simple than that. So you're getting the ability to offset your income streams on these properties because of the depreciation that you take on the property it's going to throw off a lot more depreciation because it's higher valued. As a matter of fact, the depreciation that it throws off is going to more than cover your income stream on the cash flow. So you're not going to pay any taxes on that cash flow. And the leftover depreciation could be moved over to other investments if you need it. Or, you know, in certain circumstances, you can actually apply it to your ordinary income. Now, I'm not, I'm not a tax attorney. I'm not a tax accountant. Don't take my word for it. Go talk to a qualified professional to give you that result. But that's, that's based on what I know. Now, if we talk about what the property in Kansas City is doing, it's, uh, it's not throwing off enough depreciation because the, the price of the property is only $90,000. You're only covering a little over 50%. A little over 50% of your cash flow is coming in and it's being protected by the depreciation, but the rest of it's not. So you're going to be liable for taxes on about half of that income stream because there's not enough depreciation there. As a result of that, that's, that's an impact on your overall earnings. Let's say you held these properties for five years, and at the end of five years, you decided to sell these properties. If we look at all the cash flows, if we look at all the equity positions, all the money that you're making in this property, what are your rates of return? Works out to be about 267% for the San Antonio property. For the property in Kansas City, it's not nearly as good at all. As a matter of fact, it only comes out to about 57%. The reason for that is because we stepped away from the opportunity to earn $50,000 in equity capture because we wanted to go after a turnkey property because we didn't want to deal with, we didn't want to deal with rehab. So in our ignorant bliss, we chose to walk away from a property that would produce an extra $50,000 in equity capture that bolsters the fact that it, their property doesn't make as much in the form of cash flow as the other property does. Does that make sense? We track it now. And here's the other problem. Because you just don't have any equity capture. The problem with that is that it affects your blended rate of return because it doesn't produce anything in that column. So the only thing that you're really doing in that particular property, 
the turnkey property is you're making a cash flow amount and then you're waiting for natural appreciation to kick in. And natural appreciation will eventually kick in. It, it does kick in after year one, but you're already behind the power curve. You're already not making as much money in the turnkey property as you stand to make in the dirty, nasty, ugly property that you're going to have to rehab. So the takeaway from the entire show is this. Do not, and I'm going to say it again, do not be concerned with rehab because you're not going to do it. You're going to have qualified people do it. Be concerned with the rates of return. And if you want to do what I'm doing, you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.